Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to our special weekend show, Sunday Uncensored. Every week, we produce four uncensored episodes of the TimCast IRL podcast exclusively at TimCast.com, and we're going to bring you the most important for our weekend show. If you want to check out more segments just like this, become a member at TimCast.com. Now, enjoy the show. I'm too old. So they're going to be pouring some wine <laughs> for everybody as we, we get into the members-only segment, because here, after hours, we enjoy a nice fine drink as we talk about really fucked up shit. We have a story from Vice News of all outlets. Idaho wants to make gender-affirming care for trans teens punishable by life in prison. A new bill would also make it a felony to help a transgender teen leave the state to get gender-affirming care. Isn't it interesting how they... How they uh, uh, phrase this. Mm. Lydia's quickly running over to try and be able to push the buttons. No, whatever. (laughs) I don't know. We're chilling. So um, here, pull pull up the the article real quick just so people can see it. I don't want to make gender affirming care for trans teens punishable by life in prison. Gender affirming? But but what what does that mean? They say... Sounds good. They overwhelmingly passed a bill Tuesday that would make it a felony punishable uh, up to life in prison to provide teens with health care. You see, that's it. May, the, the headline makes it seem like it's going to put the kid in prison. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Let's rephrase that headline. What is it? Uh, let's. What, their website's all broken. Idaho wants to make it so that if you mutilate a child, you can go to life in prison. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. I mean, doesn't it, doesn't it, doesn't it change context a little bit? Well, isn't it, this whole thing is euphemistic, isn't it? Everything we say yep. about the transgender, um, the fact that it's called affirming, affirming what? Affirming that you are born in the wrong body? Like, what is the affirmation? It's, um, but it, it, I don't know if your audience. We, we have some glass cups over there, don't we? We do, but there's a bug in one of them. I don't, oh. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know if your audience know, but, um, there are girls as young as 12 having their breasts cut off. There yep. are there there are doctors willing to give eight year old girls testosterone in this country. Um, There's clearly nothing wrong with it. I mean, obviously, if an eight year old girl says she wants triple D breast implants, the doctor should give her the breast implants. If she feels, you know, something's wrong with her body, just you know, right, right. Just, what's the argument? Nervous. What's what's the difference? <laughs> Tell me what's the difference between giving a girl breast implants and well, there isn't. Or, or saying that. A, if a child knows their body well enough to know that they are born in the wrong body, why can't that child choose to have sex with Nigel down the road who's 56? Well, that's, of course, the point. Right. They're pedophiles. It's 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 a means to usher children into the world of adult sexuality. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's insidious. You, you think that that's intentional? That yes. there's like a pedophilic... That's the best use of the yes. word insidious, though, I've ever heard, yes. to be honest. Which yes. is like the slow incrementation of something. You think dark, it's like an right? intentional thing yes. that they've been trying to. Yes, I do. And I also think that it's a means for, um, people who are adults who, um, are transgender to justify their own desires. Well, kids use this collateral as like, um, a, a shield, aren't they? So if you, if you're a, if you're an autogynophile and you are a man and you present as a woman, um, 
if you can say that it's not a fetish because actually there's an 11 year old girl who also thinks she's born in the wrong body then you can stop that conversation right there and it becomes an act of bravery and you're stunning and and uh, wonderfully courageous for attempting to transition mm. um it's 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 just too it's too weird like you've got 11 year olds telling people that they're bisexual or a lesbian or gay or i mean heterosexual is something that nobody wants to be anymore uh well they don't even know what that means oh, absolutely of course they don't I- I wonder, you know, I was telling you this story before we did the main show. My mom opened a cafe on the north side of Chicago, North Halstead on Boys Town. And I remember, you know, she didn't want me going outside during Pride because I was like 11 years old. And it's because people are doing sexual acts during Pride. I mean, you've got people in the floats who are nude. You've got people walking around just buck naked. And then you have people doing, I don't want to say they're like, they're not overtly having sex with each other in the streets, but they're doing sexual things. And uh, to me, just understanding what they were doing, I was like, you know, I'm asking these questions as a kid. How come they're saying it's about who you love, but then when I go outside, it's all just sex everywhere? Mm-hmm. It's like, because it is. So I wonder if the issue is there are, for a lot of people, it's it's fetishism and sex and for like this is this is an issue for specifically for uh, I think this this applies to both gay and trans. There are gay people who love like a man who loves a man, and they love each other, and they get married, and they want to hold hands, cuddle, and live together, and they're also sexually attracted to each other. And then there are some people that want who are sexual deviants who want to make you know walk around naked and and do things like that. I don't see those as I don't I don't see why we should include those as the same thing, but that's what we do. So the issue with trans also is you have people who are unwell and predators, and then you have some people who have, you know, dysmorphia or dysphoria and they need help and assistance, and they're otherwise really good people. Mm. The problem is you have people who, like, we, we shouldn't be putting these in the same category. Well, there are, um, there are organizations that are like, get the T out, right? Mm-hmm. That right. are saying, like, lesbian, gay, bisexual is one thing. And then all this other stuff are these add-ons that don't have anything to do with it, right? Because sexual orientation is who you're attracted to. Mm. Um, sexual, like, gender identity, uh, they want to tell you that it has nothing to do with sex. But then, as Kelly's saying, like, autogynephilia is a sexual fetish. What is that? Well, yeah, what is that? It's um, being aroused by yourself as a woman. Mm. And is that what these trans people are? That's what most people, what we used to call transvestites. Oh. It's just the arousal of yourself. So your sexual I, I, kind of turn on is, is but, being a woman. But I, I think there's that. But you also need to consider when they have 11-year-old boys do drag shows. Like... The, the problem is you have all of – you have a bunch of different groups masquerading under LGBT when you have child predators who are having an 11-year-old boy dance Well, and they stage. keep adding letters, right? Yeah. Like there's more and more letters. And there have been arguments to add um, to add a P for, you know, pedophilia that was and a, to uh, add a K for kink. Like all of this is in there. Uh, initially, the LGBTP thing was considered to be bullshit. Like yeah. the tr- trolls right. trying to trick the left. And But now you have organizations like Prostasia advocating for acceptance of pedophiles, saying that just because you're a pedophile doesn't mean you're going to act on it. And therefore, we should like <laughs> facilitate your acceptance in society with your like weird kinky desires and help you deal with it. Well, it, it, what, and meanwhile, it's like you're a fucking pedo. Like, back up. But they, they Sorry that together, your, your, they? your kink you think- sucks, you know? <laughs> like, deal why with you, that. Why Everybody's you- got a vice and, like, yeah. yours is not okay. What? Yeah. 
Yeah, they'd need to identify themselves as like a non... Oh, what, non-contact right. pedophile. It's the MAP, the yeah. the like minor, minor attracted, person. attracted person. Well, so so here's you know where, where I, I keep going back to is like we're talking about a lot of different kinds of people with a lot of different either fetishes mm. or or you know mental illnesses. I suppose uh, the funny thing is on YouTube you can't call trans people mentally ill, even though it is listed under was it the DSM five? I think the it's DSM five. Yeah, it is a mental illness, and even. You've got half the trans people saying don't call it a mental illness and the other half saying it needs to be so you can get medication for it. The other issue too is I feel like um, a lot of this doesn't have to do with the individuals themselves but the legal status, right, and the erasure of women in law and policy, which of course you deal with all the time. Like just, That's a huge yeah. issue. And it's um, just, you know, as a, as a man and a male supremacist, it is the greatest <laughs> thing ever to see. <laughs> Finally, we, you know, the, the path towards eliminating feminists was just having men be women. Yeah, just have men problem be women. solved. Yeah. But we have, yeah, we have Amy Schneider, who's the winningest woman in Jeopardy history, <laughs> who just actually proves that men are smarter than women. Yep. We have Laya. Really? She goes by Laya? I, th- I thought it was Laya. Laya. So we have Laya Thomas. Uh, the male swimmer who proves that like men are just better better at swimming and of course you know, Isaac Hennig who is female right. but got top surgery and presents it, and identifies as right. a man but is the one man allowed to compete against women outside right. of their own and ideology and proves also that if you cut your boobs off you're going to have less water resistance yep. <laughs> so I was wondering actually, <laughs> actually no I think yep. this is a disadvantage really because yeah. uh, Hennig beat Thomas in a race, but, but they then think, Thomas's teammates said that Thomas and Henning colluded. Right, because so actually, I was wondering if when when I was talking about this, people said, "Oh, but you know, Henning didn't take testosterone, so that's why Henning he's still competing against women." I'm like, so which is it? Is it biology or is it social construct construct for mm-hmm. women's division? But many, I, 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 I said, testosterone or not, Henning got their breasts removed. That's physical alteration through surgery. Can I get my legs extended so I can swim better? Because you can In do that fact, too. In fact, there is a but surgery hold, hold that you can get your legs extended. I, I, well, I know. Yeah. So I bring it up. But <laughs> it turns out, I right into this, women are actually better endurance swimmers because they have breasts. So the extra fatty tissue allows their chest to remain, uh, it alleviates some of the strain on their muscles which is why Laya Thomas actually performs much worse in long distance swimming relative to women, but in sprint swimming does way better. Because he is like half the length of the pool. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a big man. <laughs> he's huge. He's he was, tall. Uh, he's he was like in the 400s when but, he was a male swimmer. Yeah. But we'll put it this way. Let's say you have like 100 units of energy and it takes like 10 units of energy to do one lap. For women, because of breasts, it takes nine units of energy because that alleviates, it creates buoyancy. So it's easier to stay afloat in the pool, but because of a smaller frame, smaller arms and legs and less muscle mass, they're not as fast. If you were to put a man and a woman and make them like swim the English Channel, for instance, the woman would would be more likely to make it across than the man. The man would go way faster in a race. The woman would last longer in an endurance swim. The issue, though, Mm -hmm. is that we have let ourselves get... (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I mean, the issue is that we have let ourselves get bogged down and all of this stuff. Like, who wins the race? What does that mean? You know, who's taking which drugs? What does that mean? Who's in which bathroom? What does that mean? None of that matters. Like, women deserve to be protected under the law, mm. and they're not. Mothers deserve to be able to call themselves mothers, and that's being denied by Congress, right? Like, all of this stuff, like, 
none of the added conversation has anything to do with the truth, which is men and women are different. Women are a protected class under the law. Those the, protections are being removed and women are being sacrificed on the altar of male ego as so always. The deviation, I think, goes in one direction. The trans activist and left will become the transhumanists in the metaverse. Yes. And people like us are less likely to be that. When I started writing about transhumanism um, in Quillette in 2018, I was slammed by uh, a bunch of people who said that I was equating trans people with like weird robot future people mm. was basically the argument. And I was like, well, it is a f it is part of transhumanism. And just because you don't see that because you know, you want to be non-binary or whatever. It doesn't mean that you're not part of a transhumanist movement that you just are not recognizing. These, the, the, I think the, uh, there's something interesting in, in the trans stuff. When I was talking to, uh, it comes up all the time, but with Jack Dorsey, it was a really great uh, example of the, the, the broke, the fractured worldviews. I don't know if you saw when I was on. I did. So when I told uh, uh, Jack Dorsey, conservatives have the inverted view of misgendering to liberals so when you say we, we don't allow misgendering to a conservative, that's calling someone who's male by female pronouns. Mm -hmm. To a progressive, it's calling someone who identifies as, as female with male pronouns if they're male. And so you've chosen one side of that argument. Which there's a clear deviation here, but it's not just the issue of transgender. It's an issue of trans everything. Mm -hmm. There There is a group of people that is very much into the idea of your your body is not you. You can be whatever you want. You can change whatever you want. Your body is irrelevant. Like... There's a weird overlap between people who believe you can be healthy at every size. Morbidly obese people are healthy. That is a weird thing. And also <laughs> pro-trans. Like your body doesn't matter mm -hmm. and it can be anything and everyone should be happy with it. It's so weird. It's just really, really abusive. I think the minute you tell a child that, yes, they are born in the wrong body, I think you you actually commit an act of abuse against mm -hmm. that child. Um, but... I, I think I agree with Libby. Like, I don't care. I'm, I'm sure we all agree, actually. I don't care what an adult chooses to do to their body. I don't care how they want to be seen. I don't care. Well, it, within reason. I don't want to see some bloke in a tiny skirt showing his ass. Uh, with huge stilettos in a petrol station. But, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, that aside, I just, I just don't care what these people are doing. I just don't want them in our spaces. I don't want us, I don't want my government or my police at the, uh, point of a gun, uh, to tell me that I have to endorse this ideology because I just don't. So I've been interviewed twice by police under caution wow. in the UK. I for think, this. I, I, I don't want to be a dick, but I think you guys are going to lose. Nah. So the issue is, um, as I was, as I was, I was talking about at the end of the show with, um, racial segregation in, uh, uh, California, they have women in computer programs and some guy sued. And he said a, a program for women in computers, it's only for like for a computer program. It's only for women is a violation of title nine. It's a violation of the 1964 civil rights, 1964 civil rights act, title nine. And the court said, no, it isn't. Because there is a men's computer program. We can have men's only and women's only so long as they are, they can be separated so long as they're equal. And the woke left's response is just like racial segregation. And they said, no. And they said, what's the difference? So the interesting thing is back during racial segregation, the argument was, well, black people are different. They're taller or they're stronger or whatever, which was now we're hearing repeated by the left once again, but this time for gender in the bathroom. 
I think from a legal perspective, if we are going to uphold racial desegregation, the same Supreme Court statutes are going to apply because of the act- activists. But race well, and gender have to. Uh, yeah, I mean, race and sex, though, are not even remotely similar. And the continued- they, they, they basically were back then, though, is the issue. That's the point I'm saying. Right, yeah, which is a mistake. Like, and when you, and I think that's a mistake. And when you look at um, the way that these things are being structured and using race as an example, it's just another thing that is classified as a difference, but it's not actually even remotely the same. Gender is so unique. Well, it's sexuality. Well, so so the issue that was straight sex. The issue that was brought up, like it's it's bodies. I think it was Delano Squires, maybe who talked about this. He said, "Take a person who has dark pigmentation, and you don't know exactly where they come from or what race, you know, what ethnicity, what ethnic background they are. You might think this person is black, and they could be from one of any different uh, country. The people of Somalia have different body mass and different height. The people of Kenya. So you know." as to why racism and racial segregation is wrong because you can't tell if someone's Kenyan or Somalian mm. just by looking at them for yeah. the most part. And so if you were like, we're concerned about people who are taller or stronger, well, then the issue is you're dealing with, okay, what about, uh, you know, this, this country, the average height is five and a half feet. You're going to say this person's black too and ban that person. So you just can't have that. You just got to be like, the racial segregation doesn't, doesn't make sense. Everybody's different all over the world and they look different. Mm-hmm. Gender, however, is universal. Yes, exactly. Every single culture has the same differences between men and women. It's sex that's universal. Right, right. Well, you know, in our world, sex and gender were interchangeable, but, you know, whatever. Now they're not. (laughs) But but the issue is, even, even if, even in, even in a society where the men are only five and a half feet tall on average, say you're in like Thailand or something, and the women are five feet on average, there is still the sexual dimorphism. Mm-hmm. Go to Scandinavia and the men are six five, the women are six feet. Plus, mm-hmm. all across the world, women are the ones who carry the children. Every person on earth was born from a woman's body. You, you know, know why, what, why we're not going to lose? We're not going to lose because I think men, actually decent men, are not going to allow women to lose i don't necessarily think women are going to win this war on our own Mm. but i think enough men will wake up who care about women who won't let this happen it tends to be that though you know it's 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 you know it it takes strong men to stand up to weak men Mm -hmm. to stop the bullshit yeah and we're not seeing that many i'm actually um pretty impressed with the attorney general of texas ken paxton Mm. who brought this opinion saying that uh medically gender transitioning a child is sexual is um child abuse and needs to be investigated yeah. i'm impressed with Ron DeSantis, who's doing the same thing abbott jumped uh governor abbott of texas jumped on board with paxton's opinion after a little while well, he waited to see which way the wind was blowing a little I, bit I, I have a question why just the fucking genitals why aren't they lopping <laughs> off little girls feet mm. yeah well it's what a very a, good question what if a little girl is like i want to be a chicken it's like okay let's surgically graft chicken I feet to her legs wondering about that as well because when my son was little he wanted to be a robot for a while oh, oh surgically you know graft cyborg you know parts. i did not affirm in fact you know what i did i said okay and we just <laughs> let it we just let it go i waited watchfully Oh, Until so he you, desisted from wanting to be a robot. So you didn't yeah. panic. I did not panic. Did you sleep? I did. I slept fine. Um, <laughs> but, you know, what's interesting is, uh, so, you know, I have a son. I'm his mom. I'm about average height. He's going to be really tall, it turns out. I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. Unless he stops growing now, he's going to be really tall. Uh, and, like, we used to play wrestle and stuff, and now we don't. Um, and he was like, Mom, why don't we do that anymore? And I was like, come over here, kid. Come over here. 
And I put my arm next to his, and I was like, what do you notice about these arms? And he was like, they're the same size. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's correct. They are the same size. How old are you? And how old am I? And we went through the whole thing, and he was like, oh, I'm I'm already stronger than you. And I was like, yeah. And why am I carrying this laundry? Old like, lady, what's going on? <laughs> Old yeah. lady Libby was like, right? I can't. I can't. Well, reason. Right? But You're like, strong for me. So I'm, I do make him carry groceries now, finally. <laughs> yeah. Good for his muscles. Right? Yeah. And now you tricked him. You tricked him. I did. Uh-huh. But like, Remember I showed you how you were stronger? Men and women are yeah. different. Yeah. Men and women are just different. And yeah. I, I use this example as why I say, you know, you can't hit girls ever. Mm, yeah. Not ever. I had a like, Oh, no. I disagree with that. Well, that's what fine. What if he gets hit? Well, if he gets hit by a girl, yeah. uh, we have not gotten there yet. And the answer is to leave. Mm. To leave where you are. And what, to not hit the girl. The girl is going to call the police. What if she has a bat? And she's about Listen, to swing him. Swing at him. I'm not entirely sure. Every situation is different, you know? Uh, but, um, generally, it's a bad idea to hit a girl. No, I, I, my attitude is, trouble. you know. And he's gonna get arrested for that. Yes. Yes. Yep. Abuse. Yep. Yeah. But my, so that's I, an I would, issue. I would say just, you know, always reasonably defend yourself. Yeah. It's not your responsibility if someone is bigger or smaller than you. If you have to run, you run. Any fight you avoid is a fight you've won. Yeah. But if a if if a man or a woman or anybody is coming at you and threatening you, and you have to fight, you better fight. This is why he has my brother in his life, who's a Krav Maga instructor. Perfect. Yeah. Help him out with all that. <laughs> yep. But it's true. Yeah. Uh, I'm over here that, being the pacifist, and my brother's like, nah, carry that, this knife. <laughs> there's a viral video somebody made where the guy is screaming at his girlfriend and like grabbing her and being rough, and then people run up and grab him and tell him to fuck off. And then they invert it where the girl is th- slapping the guy and shoving him and everyone laughs at him. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, well, that's awful. But my 13-year-old, so he's my youngest. I've got four children. My 13-year-old is sort of like this already. And like he's really <laughs> strong. Oh like if I wanted to push him with all of my might, I don't think he'd move. You know what you need for your kids, for everybody's kids, <laughs> is to watch Chicken City. Watch Chicken City. Yeah, because you, you wa- roosters and chickens are like a slightly more extreme version of sexual dimorphism. Yeah. Roosters will sacrifice themselves, yes. dying to save the hens. Really? Yep. So if like all the chickens are out in a field and like a fox is coming by, the rooster will charge the fox fully knowing it will die mm-hmm. and yell out a call for the hens to run and hide and get to safety. Aww. That's yep. very sweet. Yeah. But that they also is sweet. Take yep. what they want. The roosters just, <laughs> but they, yeah, they take do. what they want. <laughs> they take what they want. <laughs> oh, so there's a trade. Yeah. yeah. I will die for you, but I yeah. will also exactly. take your body yeah. whenever <laughs> I feel like it's it. It's brutal. Wild. Yeah. That's why I said it's like yeah. a more extreme. Like the rooster yeah. will literally just run to his death. He also periodically throughout the day chases the women down and jumps on their back and then bites their necks. Aww. Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> so romantic. <laughs> yeah, it's all televised. <laughs> so romantic. <laughs> that poor woman, man. She just lays there too. The well, chicken. Check this out. Check this out. So what? You don't think she likes? Because she's thinking you're going to die for me. But, 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 die yeah. Like even after he stops, she just lays there. It's like like, like she's I don't care if she's traumatized or just no. They, they stand up and what? then ruffle their feathers. And then the other chicken will come over and take a turn. The other no. That's so. Here's what happened happened him i saw it you're, wait there's like <laughs> there's, wait there's like you watch too much ian, two, two roosters one chicken ian, yeah. ian enough Jeez. well here's what happens chickens tim really wants this to be a wholesome chickens chicken orgy no ian's just wrong and no. i'm gonna explain to you what really happens yeah so right now we have eight hens and two roosters in this one coop roberto and roberto jr roberto jr is the son of roberto because roberto jr was was a juvenile when he was introduced to Roberto, they get along just fine. 
Roberto Jr. grows up knowing who's in charge. If you take two adult roosters who don't know each other and put them in the same space, mm. the dominant rooster will kill the other rooster if it's a confined space. If you put them out in the open, the rooster just runs away. Typically, the roosters will, won't kill each other. They'll just flee. So what's happening now is out of uh, uh, the eight hands, six are claimed by Roberto, even his own daughters. Who's, who he, This is normal in chicken society. Yeah, of course. So he's impregnating his own daughters. Roberto Jr. So it's like lot. This is biblical. This is a biblical. Roberto chicken. Jr. Yes. Uh, Roberto doesn't no, care for no the two. Impregnation, right? It's all external. No, he he, he puts it in their bodies oh, and they God. hold okay, it. For sorry, interrupt. Isn't so, it a screw? Isn't yeah. like the chicken? No, cock they don't a screw have a cock. cock? There's no oh, cock. What is it? Cloaca. It's a hole. The roosters and the chickens both have holes, and they press uh-huh. their holes together, and then the male pushes through his hole into her hole. Okay. So Definitely. anyway, <laughs> Roberto Jr. <laughs> has the two golden. Who has the screw? Is it the cat? None of I'm them. Sorry. Oh no, ducks. Yeah. So oh, Roberto so Jr., the son, he is he is assigned to two older adopted hens that Roberto doesn't want. Well, one day, Roberto chased Vanessa, who's a uh, barred Plymouth Rock, same age as Roberto, and this was legit rape. Like, when Roberto walks up to his hens, they'll clean his beard for him, his his waddle. They'll, like, peck him, and they're, they're being affectionate. He'll walk up to him, and they'll present. He'll jump on their backs. It's not chicken rape. Roberto <laughs> chased Vanessa it's down. It's yeah. It is. You'll, you, so the, 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 two, the two golden hens <laughs> will walk up to Roberto Jr. and they'll groom his, people are laughing saying, oh, he's cleaning his beard. I'm like, yes, they, they, they're affectionate to him. Roberto Jr. chased Vanessa down. It might have been Dorothy actually chased Dorothy down and she was running and screaming. And then he jumped on her back and Roberto heard that this other rooster, his son was raping and he ran over and screamed and Roberto, Roberto jumped off and ran away. And then Roberto walked over to Dorothy while she was there and then jumped on and gave her a run. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Roberto Jr. ran around the corner and then drop kicked Roberto off of her back. Wow. But anyway, the point is, the point is, <laughs> this is all if crazy. you actually, if you actually yeah, watch, it. hold on, hold on. If you actually watch, I'm, I'm, I'm serious about having kids watch this stuff. If you actually watch how a rooster behaves, the girls are all eating and he just stands there looking around, mm-hmm. making sure there's no predators. So he will actually wait to eat sometimes. So I'll, this is I'll throw food in uh-huh. and he'll he'll run up to it and then look at it and then look up and just stare around and make sure the girls get to eat mm-hmm. while he waits. Is this so, some sort of lesson for how how we should live? Is that why you want kids that, to watch? No, I'm saying like kids understanding the masculine and feminine roles exist outside of humans. Oh yeah. So you Jordan Peterson this, has the this, lobsters, we have the chickens. This does sound more wholesome than the blue clues. Pride parade. Oh I <laughs> had, had the beaver with like the double breast removal scars. Yeah. Oh my god. What is that? Yep. Oh, that they're all jumping. What is that? Why? Why is everybody? Deter- Why is everyone Sorry, like so determined to to indoctrinate kids? It is so weird and disturbing. I would like to teach children about life and nature and reality. Yeah. And these people would as well, but they have what, uh, what I view as an amoral predatory world. Uh, I don't think, I don't think there's a, I, I don't think the two things are comparable. Teaching children the reality of things that will in, enable them to have fulfilling lives is very different to teaching them that it's perfectly normal to cut your breasts off yeah. or to pretend to be born in the wrong body. Um, or I to cut a bunch of your arm off and fashion mm-hmm. it into a fake cock and stitch it onto yourself. And all of these things don't work. So they I, don't work. I used to. I sort of think a lot of the girls, they ha- they have no idea how amazing their bodies are, right? Mm. Because 
we do have a better time than you. <laughs> Mine will be so frequent, but it is better to be female. Um, and so not to get to the bit where you work out that the body that you don't like very much as a teenager is actually a pretty remarkable thing that gives you loads of joy. It's just weird that we're then allowing them to, to just sever all I, ties with pleasure. I disagree when you say uh, women ha- are, are better. I think that's a lot. what a lot of these trans women think. They they hear like, oh, women have it better. And they're like, oh, wow. You mean yeah, just better orgasms? Well, no, look, like <laughs> I, I, I watch uh, skateboarding videos. Right. And I see that women cannot perform the same as men. And I'm like, man, that would suck. Like I, I like I like being able to have all this muscle and jump super high. Male center of gravity being carried higher means we can clear higher obstacles. Yeah. Because when we jump, our center of gravity is already higher. Women. Uh, so so there's there's a, a question that gets asked not so often, but it comes up. Why is it that men in skateboarding can ollie higher than women, which is basically jump function? Yeah. It's because women's center of gravity is lower, so they have to when when they jump and then bend their legs. Their center of gravity is lower to the ground, and they can only bend their legs so much. They, they clear less height. Plus, they have uh, less fast-switch muscles, less muscle mass. Men, center of gravity being higher, means a man could do a light hop and pull his legs all the way up and clear an extra foot or two than a woman. I think that's that's fantastic. I, I, I much prefer that. The reality is men and women have different bodies, and there's good things and bad things. And I think you need to learn how to appreciate what you have and utilize it. What I mean by that? And, and I was being facetious, but what I mean is that before they've ever had a fulfilling sexual relationship mm-hmm. and they, they've already severed any relationship with joy with their bodies because they've ruined their bodies to a point where oh, they yeah. can't experience a decent sexual relationship. Have you seen Jazz Jennings? Yeah. That is so sad. How is that, fu- how is that entertaining? It's how is that ja- so, so Jazz has become morbidly obese. Yes. Depressed. Yep. Um, has, has no, no dick. Has no genitals at all. Has no sexual Nothing. capability. No, no, no. It's not that there's no dick. It's that um, the hole didn't work either, right? Like yeah. the gaping wound. He, also he, he was blockers first as well, didn't he? So because, he didn't even have a. Yes. Wait, he didn't yes. have enough yes. cock to yeah. do anything with. Right. Isn't that true of Susie Green's yeah. child also? Yeah, yeah. The puberty blockers prevented the genitals from forming through puberty, mm-hmm. and so Jazz didn't have any material to actually do sexual reassignment. But also never fancied anyone, also never doesn't have any sexual feelings at all, so becomes asexual, right? I don't know if that's true, actually. Uh, initially, Jazz said that they were attracted to men. Yeah, but you don't have then, sexual function. Right, and then after, the, after Jazz turned like 16, said that they were pansexual. Which makes me wonder if what really happened was Jazz started having sexual attraction to girls. Jesus. And then said, maybe I'm not into guys. Maybe I am into girls because they realized they were manipulated by their parents and actually a straight man. That poor person. Uh, did you say, I, so I saw the Jazz Jennings thing way before I knew anything about yeah. this stuff. And I saw him as a really little boy really wanting, I think he had a ponytail, really wanting a pink costume right and the munchausen's by proxy monster of a mother was already filming him and putting him on social media yeah there was another there was another person avery jackson yeah i believe and she beat him yeah for being effeminate as a little boy well and avery jackson was uh ushered into being trans (sighs) when he was four years old um and like pushed into the whole thing put on puberty blockers, never developed testes, 
And so doctors were saying that there shouldn't be any issue in cutting off Avery Jackson's dick because he never, uh, it, it never developed properly, That's which so was gross. after they, you know, medicated him. Um, and also I think that a lot of this gender affirmation stuff that's being pushed by doctors, uh, parents don't realize that it will sterilize their children. Yeah. That they are killing yep. their grandchildren mm-hmm. by doing this. Um, preventing their children from ever becoming natural parents, preventing their children from ever having an orgasm, which I think, you know, is something that really needs to be recognized when you are gender transitioning your child, you are ushering them into a life of no sexual satisfaction whatsoever. That's but, not okay. But don't you think, I, I think about the US from an outside point of view that they've been outsourcing parenting for a really long time. Yes, it's a very big problem. We've been destroying therapy, our families. All of with, it. Yeah, and the entire mental health industry needs to be completely combusted. Like, life is sometimes quite hard. You're not yeah. supposed to be perfectly happy as a teenager. Right. It is quite shit, right? Yep. You know, you're, the, the way we all feel about our bodies, uh, the way we feel about the opposite sex or the same sex, what, whoever you're attracted to, everything is a big pile of crap when you're a teenager. And I was a pretty successful teenager, and I was, I was quite happy, and I absolutely loved my developing body. But this this idea that you can't have hardships or that you need some pills or you need some therapy is ridiculous. Yes. Like the super chatting lady said when she was growing up in the mid-80s for her, it was in the mid-90s for me. I was very much a tomboy too. And I'm grateful every day that my parents weren't off the handle leftists who were like, okay, well, you're a boy because you like to wear blue shoes. Your favorite color is blue. You're, you know, five foot 11 and you're 13 years old. Obviously, something's wrong with you, so we're just going to yeah. turn you into a I, re- I remember when I was little and my when I was in, like, first grade or kindergarten, and my mom was just telling people who I had a crush on. What? Oh, that is that's so, so cunty. I'm sorry. But that's a common thing that, that, you know, like, oh, I see him the way he looks, oh, and I'm, I'm just like, I'm a little boy who had no idea what the fuck she was talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. <laughs> I remember my, my mom did that to um, – I have two brothers, uh, so there's – anyway, my mom did that to my brother, and he was in middle school. And he went into school and everybody knew he, who he had a crush on. And when he tracked the gossip back, it was to his own mother oh who had told her friend because she thought it was cute. Oh. And it was like, and he never told well, her I, anything I ever again. Yep. And every time she brought this up to me, she'd be like, oh, he won't tell me. And I was like, mom, Why not? of course he won't. But I didn't actually have a crush on this girl. You my didn't. Mom, he just, your mom just said it? My mom was just like saying like, yeah, Tim likes this girl. And, I, and so I was cute. a little kid like, okay. That is so weird. Yeah, I like that. Oh, yeah, yeah well, but everybody well. did it. It's not like, yeah. it's not like going out of your way to crush my, it. I've, I've not done it to point, my kids, but I would you know. never do that. Yeah. My, my point is more so I also that have like, this example of my mother. So. <laughs> <laughs> my, my point more so is that like as a little kid, it wasn't until I was in, I think, seventh grade that I actually started getting the butterflies when like there was like mm. a certain girl in my class. And then I would like see her, and then all of a sudden I would be like, I had this whoa, weird like feeling, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like it like just felt weird. I'd look over and I'd be like, what the? That's so weird. Like it's just different from other people. And then you wanted to be around her and stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. that wasn't until I was like going through puberty that I started like obviously kids before that age don't know what the fuck you're talking about. No, so you end up with. I- People like jazz. I was programmed to like girls in elementary school. I don't know, didn't know why I did. I had girlfriends and I would chase them around and hold their hands like only because TV, it was like I was told boys like girls. So I was just fitting the, the norm. So these kids that are like 
boys get transgender transgender surgery. If I heard that growing up, then I'd be like, well, that's what's normal, okay? And then so, once yeah, you go through... Yeah, that's an issue, is that we've normalized all of this yeah. stuff. Once you go through puberty and you're like, wow, that wasn't true. That's why we're seeing all this resistance. Let mm-hmm. me t- I'll tell you something. There was a website called detransition.me. Did you mm. ever see it? No, but I, I, I'm familiar with a number it was a of horror no- it, was, it, was, it was a horror novel. Mm-hmm. It, it, was, it was taken down eventually. I think originally it was like a Reddit, and then it got deleted from Reddit. The Reddit got deleted, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. But these stories were of what so nightmares bad. are made of. You know what you know, these stories were mostly of? There was men and women saying things like, I was depressed. I felt like I didn't fit. I, I felt dissociated from my body. And I had people telling me that maybe I was trans. Yeah. And so what happens is one person was like, so I followed through this line from the doctors and what they were telling me. And one day I was at the hospital on the bed about to get sexual reassignment surgery. And I had friends and family who were there. And I said, this feels wrong. I don't want to do this. And they said, no, no, you're so brave. You can do it. You're so mm-hmm. brave. And they said, I don't think I should do this. I, I don't want to do it. And they said, you're almost done. It's going to be great. You're going to be so happy. Ah. And then they oh, said, God. now they can't. They said it was the biggest mistake of their lives. They've crippled themselves. They have a gaping wound between their legs. They can't run anymore. They're in constant pain. They, whenever they take their pants off to go to the bathroom, it smells like sewage and rotting flesh. They said they have to jam a piece of metal into their bodies. Otherwise, the wound will close. I think they said like they ultimately gave up and wish they could. They ultimately decided just to detransition and, and, and do away with it. But they still are bedridden. They said that like for six months, they were lying in bed all day, unable to move from the pain. There were multiple stories of people saying, when I questioned it, I was told by everyone how brave I was and to yes. just do it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was, I was watching a detransition awareness day, um, basically symposium on Zoom or whatever it was on Saturday that was hosted by Genspect. You know, these yeah. guys. Yeah. Yeah. And that happened to a lot of people. Yep. Um, they were told when they started to say, maybe this isn't a great idea. Their therapist said, you know, just do it more. There was one woman, Carol, who wow. was talking about how she was essentially a butch lesbian who came to believe that she was supposed to be trans. Um, and now she's a butch lesbian and she's like, cool, I'm a butch, le-. like, good, right? Like, mm. what's, like, butch lesbians are awesome. You know, there's no reason not to be one. Anyways, so she was talking about how she had been on testosterone for a long time and she had like vaginal atrophy, which can mm. happen, which is incredibly painful. Uh, Buck Angel, I think, talks about this as well, and uterine atrophy, and talks about how painful and horrible it is. Um, you basically so, don't release. Right. So after you really tense up, you don't release. So it's the height of absolute like a cramp pulling together. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. So uh, Carol went into Planned Parenthood to say, "I'm having this problem," and Planned Parenthood gave her information on where she could go to get a phalloplasty. Uh, What's that? That's a fake. They, they, they rip your skin off a part of your body and then create like imagine this imagine your yes, arm your arm and they take a big strip of your skin but and not then, even they take all of it. look at my arm right look at this tiny and the smaller they, arm the reason well, they, they do take your, your arm too. it's less hairy yeah the reason they take your forearm is it's not as hairy as your anywhere else do they make it look like a dick on you it looks like, a, like no no it looks like Play-Doh. a sausage yeah it looks like it, it literally looks like a sausage and you can get a pump so there's a there's a girl that had uh, phalloplasty and she had 31 corrective surgeries. Oh, One of the complications was urinating from her anus. Jesus. Oh yep. my God. Yep. And I also your, your, like, your body parts where they take the flesh from can become crippled. Is this all and cosmetic? Phalloplasty is yes. all cosmetic. It's all cosmetic. Well, it's not, I mean, 
The mighty penis is a is a wonderful, sensitive thing. You can't make that. No, I don't think so. You know, no, it you can you can grow one quite well. I understand if you're born male. Yeah. Um, but you can't make it. You can't make these. You can't make a finger for Here God's sake. You know. See if the you, leg? Yeah. If we can't make a uh, hand, why do we see think the leg we can right make there? this? Yeah. Yeah, very. That's a female transition to male. It's a and horrible. Article. She she and she's look at her waist. The, I mean, she's like that's a female. But yeah. she's not. She doesn't. I don't think she identifies as a man. She says she has a vagina and a penis. So confused. So what? Oh she yeah, have you seen some of those surgeries? They're she very. I've read about it. Very great with her life. She's also the. She was also famous because when she was presenting a female, she hired a guy to rape her that's and right. then documented it. Yeah. Oh, so she's not traumatized or troubled at all. No, yeah, not she's even a perfectly little. Healthy. Very and healthy. This is Amazing. What, so well in this in this article, she talks about how she when she got her surgery, she sat down and started singing to her penis. She said, you know, heartfelt sang to the penis, baby mine, la 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 la. Like, but this is a great story, right? This is a, this is a wow, isn't this wonderful? That, that's how yes. this whole thing is sold, which is I don't, insane. I don't know a single guy that like was like wow. I have a penis. I'm going to sing songs to it. That to me sounds like somebody who has some kind of mental issue and obsession. It's, I think the same with, uh, with, with men thinking about, oh, if I, like your penis is not a thing. It's part of you. <laughs> you are it. It is you. Same with boobs. I imagine for a girl, you're like, oh, if I had these, they're not these things. It's you. Part of you. Yeah. Put, it, put it this way. How often do you sing to your nose? Every yeah, day. My nose is me. Like, do I, like, I don't sing. How, when how I often, sing, I'm not singing to myself. How often I'm just do you, singing. Do you like grab your leg and start going like my leg, my leg? <laughs> Never. You I don't. love you so. That's, it's the same thing for any junk. Just, uh, just think about your junk and think about how you treat it. The average person is not like constantly obsessed with their junk. Like women. Well, have you seen Pamela no, Anderson no, 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 saying? No, 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 no. <laughs> Maybe obsessed. No, 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 absolutely not. <laughs> like, it this person and Tommy is Lee Jones. Have you seen that? But I've never seen the video. What the video? Movie. Not the video. The sex the, movie. The, 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 um, I'm so sorry to interrupt. The no, the the. The program, is it Netflix? I don't. So it's Tommy. It's Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson. Okay, right. And it's know. it's this like it's this sort of biopic documentary program. It's massive. Um, and he literally, <laughs> he literally, the character sings, talks to his own penis, what? and the penis talks. Okay, oh. well that's a TV show. Oh no, I know. I'm not so saying it's real. Like, like it's but, not. but here's the funny thing. That's the butt of the joke. The joke yeah. is the character is singing to his penis. Oh, because totally. it's totally weird and not right. Normal. Pam and Tommy, I'd never heard of this before. And this is a person who says they want their vagina, but they also wanted a penis. It's not that they're a man; it's that they just wanted a penis. This is like, it's like the ultimate Freudian. Well, I wanted thing. a penis, so I got married. Yeah, totally. <laughs> that's what relationships I are all about. Every day. You get the best that of both worlds. <laughs> Look, I don't care what these people want to do. That's fine. Like this story, I really—it's whatever, right? It's the kids. Mm-hmm. Don't go to, to children and start. Well, and the other issue is that it's an industry, right? right? So it's an industry and it's self-perpetuating. It's not just the medical industry with doctors and drugs that mm. um, are used off-label. I mean, these are not drugs that are FDA approved for use in children for these purposes. Uh or, you know, but they're being used anyway. So it's not just the medical industry. It's also the mental health industry. And it's also the educational industry. Mm. Because when you are studying to be a teacher and you go to graduate school at Bank Street or Teachers College or anywhere else, 
all of this is part of your um, DEI curriculum. All of this is part of what you learn, and then you start implementing it in your class. It's in mm. the publishing industry. It's throughout entertainment. It's every. It's an industry that perpetuates itself because it's making a fuck ton of money. So, so we 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 do have to wrap up. We're about just about going too late. But one one last question: How long do you think will it'll be until a male gets a uterus implant? And is impregnated and then delivers via C-section. Well, I think it will be as soon as humanly possible. Hmm. Um, and I don't think it is humanly possible. I think we're so far away from... You can put a uterus in someone and you can maybe support that uterus as an outside organ. Um, and I'm sure we're not we're quite close to that. But a male body actually being able to generate the right sort of nutrients and, and uh, That's interesting. works... To actually get, like, in the third trimester of a baby's life, through the bones of their mother, they bond through smells and tastes and everything. Those sorts of things are really difficult to to replicate, but... That'll be interesting, because I I think, you know... But the NHS is studying it anyway right now. Well, they just need to... Calm down. The human human male pelvis can't birth a child. It's impossible. No, but it doesn't expand. Well, it's just too small. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right. We got to wrap it up, but it's been a blast. Kelly, thanks for hanging out. It's been thanks fun. so much. Libby, for thanks for joining me. us. Sure. Thanks. And for everybody who's a member, thanks for making these dangerous conversations possible. <laughs> We'd be banned from YouTube in two seconds for a show like this, but um, you guys help make it possible. So thanks for being members. We'll see you all next time. <laughs>